Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is a Streaming Freedom Audio Bulletin. It cannot be traced, it cannot be stopped, and it is the only free voice left in the geek revolution. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Keepers of the Fringe. I'm Derek, and with me, as always, oh, uh, whoops, wrong show. Uh, <laughs> hey, everybody, welcome to Wait, Weeby Geeks. <laughs> it will test your head and your mind and your brain. Indeed. Uh, welcome to Weeby Geeks. We are the Warriors Three. Uh, Brett, Mike, and I am Derek. And uh, just thought we'd mix things up a little, give give you guys a little bit of confusion. Wow, if he is, I don't know. Hey, hey Brett, we we don't we don't even rank with the with the with the type of introduction like he does with Chris. I don't know. Well, I didn't have time. That. I don't have time. To, I didn't have time to think of things for you guys. Put him on the spot. <laughs> Survey says. That would be my stomach rumbling. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not that, it's this. That's a little lower. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> just caught that one, did you? Hey, no. You'll be able to touch on it tonight. No! So did, should we just jump right into the stories, or did you want to cover some of the business first? Oh, let's knock some of the business stuff out of the way. Okay, have fun. Fanchest. <laughs> Check them out. They're one of our newest affiliates. Uh, reviews up on the website at webegeeks.net. Uh, I was actually quite proud of that review. I thought I did a good job with it. Very nice. Um, Very nice. The video turned out pretty, pretty good. Yeah, I know. No love, I know. <laughs> and, and Brett's gonna go buy something off of it, and from from some team there in Detroit. But they don't <laughs> have the think- they don't have the Tigers, so, and they don't have the Lions. So there's no other team mm-hmm. they he could pick. Oh, you know, they only do good teams. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. So that does rule out the Red Wings. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> your. <laughs> hey, I'm taking advantage of the fact that Colorado's having a decent year this year. This year. <laughs> um, but also to check out our other affiliates, superhero stuff, loot crate, ripped apparel. Uh, hit our store up. I'm actually working on a new, new porg design for for our T Public store. Ooh, a new one. I'm just thinking Porg with a, a red T-shirt. It's red dinner. Winnie the Porg. <laughs> <laughs> so, since we can't do the KFP logo, because someone has already done it with the bucket. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, there was an Easter egg talking about Last Jedi stuff. They said the tastiest part of the bor- of the Porg is its feet. <laughs> really? <laughs> And then they were saying the males have orange around its eyes. Females do not. Ah. So. I have noticed the orange. 
So I'm going to go back. Or when I do the uh, Winnie the Pork, I got to put some orange around its eye. <laughs> but I think I'm actually going to do that shirt or do that <laughs> that logo for a shirt. Um, so, yeah, check out our store. Uh, sales happen. Actually been happening quite frequently on Tee Public. to my surprise. It's like as soon as I realized they, they announced it's happening, I'm like, oh, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, ripped apparel, uh, superhero stuff. Uh, their hero crate or their hero boxes are awesome. Uh, loot crate, fan chest, and um, any topic or anything you want us to talk about, hit us up at WeBeGeeks at WeBeGeeks.net. So that's the business. And that's the business end of my stick. Uh, and I, and I'm <laughs> I'm going to say before we get that far, get into the story. Congrats on Keepers hitting 50 episodes. Oh, thank you. Yes, nice. we just we just did our episode number 50 just released this week. It was actually what? Episode 53? 52. <laughs> <laughs> there, are, there are two lost episodes. <laughs> um, and that means... Hmm? And y'all just celebrated a year not too long ago as well. Yeah, in February, yeah. So, yes, that means we missed a couple of weeks here and there, but that also means we've watched over 50 cheesy movies. Well, some of them were good, but some of some of them were not. Killer donuts. <laughs> that, actually, that one was pretty good, I must say. I mean, we enjoyed it. When are you adding killer clowns from outer space? Or as I like to call it last week, Attack of the Killer Clowns. <laughs> yeah, that'll be, that'll be the sequel. We probably well, we probably won't ever do that one because it's so too mainstream. It's already it's already a cult classic, so you know what can we say about it that hasn't already been said? That'd be too good for. Uh... We love it. <laughs> have y'all done? Yeah. Have y'all done either the Atlantic Rim films? The Pacific Rim, you mean? No, not Pacific Rim. There's another one called Atlantic Rim. There is. Yeah. Ah, I'll have to look into that. We might have to put that on the list. Yeah, I just saw it come across something of mine not too long ago. I'm like, okay, this is someone just trying to ride the coattails of Pacific Rim. It's not a porn parody, is it? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, it my, I just looked it up. It does take place in L.A. Oh, we might have to check that out. <laughs> <laughs> I did not even know about this. Awesome. And the sad part is it got the sequel out before Pacific Rim did. (laughs) (laughs) So as we derailed, we got some stories to cover. Yes, we do. So let's get started. So we got some Netflix news. There's always seems to be some Netflix news. And uh, this time Netflix is uh, once again... Uh, looking towards comic, a comic book industry veteran to uh, order a show called Cursed, which is an Arthurian drama based on an impending novel that is co-authored by comic legend Frank Miller, who you may know from 300, Sin City, things like that, Batman, Dark Knight. DK3 uh, and co- also co-authored by producer screen screenwriter Tom Wheeler. Wheeler. 
Uh, the series flips the usual King Arthur story by focusing on Nemu, a teenage girl whose tragic heroism leads her to become the Lady of the Lake. Uh, it's going to be a 10-episode series to start off with, and there's no word on when it's going to come out yet, but the book uh, is going to come out in the fall of 2019. So my uh, guess would be the, sh- the show would be sometime after that. So we might not see this thing until 2020. So Or until it, George L.L. Mm-hmm. Martin writes that final book of Game of Thrones, whichever comes first. Yeah. Well, when he does finally write that, the world will end that day. So, you right. know. <laughs> Never know what. Anyways. <laughs> it's one of the signs of the apocalypse. Yes. So M- Miller's had an interesting uh, run with with Hollywood. Uh, you know, uh, Three Hundred did great. Sin City did great. Uh, the second Sin City movie not as great. Uh, the Spirit when they did that that didn't do so well. So it's a mixed bag with with Frank Miller. But this could be interesting, being that it's a take on the, on the King Arthur legend, a different take. I thought he was sick. I thought he was too. He looks. I sick thought he in was the too. Yeah. I was gonna say he's not looking so great in the picture there, but yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh. But I guess the thing is, in the book already out, or is it not? No, no, no it, com- uh, it, it comes out. The show, fall. the show does, or the book? The book. Uh, the okay. show does. The show doesn't even have an air date yet. Ah, uh, jeez. So I'm thinking probably sometime in 2020. Yeah. Well, just to interject, there was other great Netflix news this week. What was there now? Toys That Made Us getting oh, season right. two. Yes. Nice. I'm very excited about that. And, and we kind of got some dish on what might be involved in season two. Indeed. But they, they That just, was they just, a great interview. They didn't say, though, how many... How many episodes for season two did they in the article? I don't I don't think so, no. It's just it was happening. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah, if you haven't listened to that, go back go back oh. and uh list list to our interview with the with the uh creator behind that. Brian it was Brian great. Volk Weiss. Yes. That was a fun interview. Yeah. <laughs> I had a lot of people say they've listened to other shows where he was on, and none of them made them go back and watch the series like like after listening to our show. Nice. <clears throat> so, but going back and watching the series, um, Agents of Shield season finale is being written as a series finale. But don't get your hopes up or don't get depressed yet. There's still a chance that the series is not dead. Uh, we know there's been a whole list of renewals come from ABC, uh, but we haven't had the upfronts yet, have we? Not, a lot of shows have been announced, uh, like This Is Us over on NBC has been announced. A uh, few others have been announced, um, but <clears throat> it's S.H.I.E.L.D. is sitting there on the bubble still for a potential sixth season. Uh, despite the lackluster ratings, uh, the report notes a decision could still go either way. Um, because the important factor has been the DVR numbers and as chills being recorded quite a bit. I know I'm one of those numbers. Yeah, I, I am too. Episodes um, I, gotta watch. <clears throat> I, I watched the hundredth, which would get the 
the reason behind the the deal with Ghost Rider. I'm not going to spoil anything. I don't think I've seen the la- the next two since then. Um, I am all caught up. <laughs> the uh, the show does well internationally. Uh, has a, a great synergy with Marvel TV at the moment. Um, I think part of it is too. The only break they've had so far was with the Olympics. So mm-hmm. being there mm-hmm. consistently has helped. Instead of okay, let's release three episodes, take a month off. Re- release two episodes, take a month off. Right. Um, the the network has obviously thought the short-lived Inhuman show could have served as a replacement, um, but that was a big mess. You know, they're, doing, <laughs> they're doing the they're doing this for the last two or last season, and of course this season they're doing the whole um, pods thing, breaking it up into three different things. They could have easily have done that with Inhumans, done two four episode pods, but they didn't. Yeah, yeah. And I think to me, that's what kind of had it fail. Mm-hmm. Um, Shield has never been a ratings juggernaut, but has always been a critical hit, especially with the the fan base that the show does have. Uh, there's also another piece of the puzzle, which will tie into the next story we do, but we'll get to that here in a second. Um, but depending on how how that goes, could also depend on. How, the history of of shield um me personally if they hit season six i think season six would end up being the last because that's going to end with the mcu as we know it now right yeah especially since there's talk that chris evans is done as captain america yeah which okay there's cryptic there does that mean he's no longer doing the role for captain america and or is it Steve Rogers is no longer Captain America and it's going to become Nomad or U.S. Agent or whatever other hero he was when he wasn't Cap? The Captain, what a great name. I am the Captain. El Capitan. Yeah. Captain, my Captain. I am the Captain. I'm El Capitano. <laughs> um, or does this mean he's completely stepping out from the Marvel films for a while until they consider possibly bringing him back? Which you you, you know they're going to you know chances are they're going to bring him back if they do it if they kill him off you know eventually they're going to go the whole Captain America Returns storyline again mm. and bring them back from the dead. I think they're kind of worried about being typecast. This kind of, that's, he's been in a lot of, a lot of movies as Captain America. I can't, can't blame him for getting tired. True. Very true. Yeah. But he's, he has done a few other movies where he hasn't been typecast in a Captain America type role. Yeah. I mean, it's like Chris, Chris Pike has done the same thing or Chris Pine. Mm-hmm. So, um, and of course, oh, who, who is it? That, who's playing Star-Lord? Chris Pratt. Uh, Chris Pratt. <laughs> Chris Pratt. Another Chris. But, I, I mean, Pratt's still fairly new or early in his MCU career, so I don't think it's bothering Because this is going to be his fourth, uh, third film? Mm, Avengers? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh... Plus, Hulk, he's got their movie franchise going, too, with the Jurassic World. Yep. Stuff doing with him. Yeah. Yeah. And, and thankfully, those characters fit around his personality, not he's having to adjust his personality around the characters. Yeah. 
So, I mean, he's kind of typecasted because of his, uh, just his personality. Mm-hmm. But, um, shoot, where was I going? I, w- I would love to still see him set up, and I think that's where we're going. I would love to see him set up Bucky as, as the new cap. Yeah, I think yeah. That, that's what will probably happen. Yeah, I would love to see that. I, I don't want to see Sam as, as cap yet. No. The only way that I think the only way that would potentially happen, though, is if they decide, well, we're going to stay close to what's happening in the comics right now. And of course, the mm. comics, Sam's Sam's cap was. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, Rogers is back. Nick Spencer, I totally wrecked <laughs> Captain yeah. America. Yeah, that's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll have to see what happens but like I said there's something happening with Clark Gregg that could also potentially be the, the nail in the coffin and, and that would be Brett Stewart yes yes this is from CBR.com talking about a little movie called Captain Marvel never heard of it uh, it's, uh, we're finding out that it's going to be I a, thought that was Shazam yeah <laughs> <laughs> Probably predates her quite a while. Yeah, probably. Uh, but we find that uh, Captain Marvel, like uh, Wonder Woman before her, is going to be a period piece. And it's going to be winding back the clock a few decades. And with that time period comes some familiar faces. But, you know, it wasn't a bad, it wasn't a bad thing when they did that with uh, with Captain America First Avenger. Well, yeah, they had to because that was open. Yeah. I, that was. I think that was a big part of what made it so good too, is they went with the, the the World War II setting for him. Right. Mm-hmm. Now I, I'm going to say just real quick. I, I know you guys said on Keepers that Captain Marvel's not in Infinity War. That was the last we had heard about it. Yeah. Take a look at the Super Bowl spot. And- yes, but yes, but she's been removed according to the latest article we read. They took her out. Okay. Interesting. That that would be stupid yeah. to do so. This is a great opportunity to introduce her. In fact, I think it's in the article coming up. Well, um, then we'll let Brett continue and we'll see what happens next. And <laughs> let me get through my article. <laughs> so we've already known that Samuel Jackson is going to play a major role in this uh, to link this movie to the other Marvel movies. But we also have another S.H.I.E.L.D. agent that's going to be in it, and that's uh, Coulson. Ah, uh, yes. So I guess he gets to uh, avoid that uh, meeting with the Avengers that he's been putting off. Well, it does also kind of bring it back to it's all connected. Yep. To some extent. Yes, I- some extent. <laughs> Although uh, the uh, movies and TV will never meet. They'll mention each other, but they'll never meet. Yeah. Which is a stupid thought. Yeah. Well, we also – there was also an article we covered on Keepers where the, the Russos were saying how it's too difficult. To, it's hard enough to get all the movie directors together on the same page and everything and getting all the TV people is is would be even harder and blah blah blah. Yeah, but you know, Shields already working around what's happening in the MCU. Right. They're, they're having it directly affect them to begin with. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at Uprising, which is probably the best crossover that happened. Yeah, which was season 1 mm-hmm. going into Winter Soldier. Yeah, oh yeah. So. so given that Captain Marvel is going to be set in the 90s, including Coulson, makes sense. Um, you don't really see a whole lot of interaction between Fury and Coulson in the movies, but you kind of get a feeling that they've known each other for decades. Right, yeah. 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 
Totally. And uh, why would Col- why would Fury have gone to so much trouble to bring Coulson back from the dead or refer to him as an Avenger? And in addition to showing how meeting Carol Danvers came to form the building blocks for Shield, more al- Shield's more alien oriented goals will likely give us the early days of how they came to be such good friends. Hmm. So at this point in time, they're now trying to state Shield was created in the nineties. At least the uh, um, space related stuff that they do. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. Uh, so that would be Sword. <laughs> yes. So yeah, since the survival has been one of the biggest elephants of the room of the whole MCU, considering the Avengers Infinity War is set to pay off a lot of dangling threads from the previous decades worth of films, Coulson's story needs to be counted among them. And one would argue in some ways that Greg is owed some form of closure more than just about anyone. Yeah, I would definitely say that. He's been around since Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so that's uh, going to give him uh, going to kind of being in the 90s is going to show Coulson what made him special enough to eventually become Fury's right hand man so we'll be seeing him and uh, Fury together again yep. now my question is I wonder how he's going to play it because the 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 Coulson from the movies was a little different than the Coulson from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. You know what I mean? Like, like his his uh, his attitude and stuff. Yeah, a little bit because um, was a part of it's because of the uh, the whole Tahiti thing, right? Yeah, you know, to create this new Shield team, so they mm-hmm. had to keep his death quiet still. Right. So I wonder if he's going to play it more like he does now, or more like he did before he really fleshed out his. The Coulson uh, character in Agents of Shield, you know what I mean? I don't know. I I don't know if he knows how to go back to the sh- to uh, the that, Coulson. R- yeah, that pre. That's what I'm pre- wondering. Yeah, right. That's what makes me I wonder. I listen to movies myself. <laughs> I think he's a better, definitely. Well, of course, they have a lot more time to yeah. flesh out in the the show. Right. Right. Yeah. They've had quite a bit of time to flush him out on the show. Uh, yeah, and you know, I, I like uh, I like who he's become, the character he's become. Yeah, yeah. Even as I he's mean, dying. Yes, I mean, his you know his whole purpose for the in the movies was he had a completely different purpose than he than he does now. Right. So so of course it would make sense for him to be a totally you know a different character, but make, it does make you wonder. I'm looking forward to Infinity War. I can't wait. Uh, I know, me too. I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) So, well, I guess from there, we move on to the next story, which might clear up a few things about either the Hulk or Captain Marvel or someone else in Avengers Infinity War. I don't know if it's going to clear it up, but it certainly is interesting. <laughs> and we, we we kind of alluded to uh, this story a minute ago. And, uh, well, as, as the first line of the article reads uh, on WeGotThisCovered.com, here's something interesting, and boy is it. So uh, Metacritic had a cast listing of Avengers Infinity War. And there was a certain name on that listing that 
is very interesting and kind of has me a little excited. Uh, and there's no confirmation from Marvel yet, but they currently list an actor called Kurt Clendenin as as playing the role of. Are you ready? Silver Surfer. Okay. Nice. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought Silver Surfer was still Fox's rights. Ah, yes. Well, let's get into that, shall we? A little bit. Uh, of course, you know, for Marvel fans, we all know the Silver Surfer, Norn Rad, who was uh, an alien and uh, his planet was attacked by Galactus. So he made a deal with the Galactus to become the Silver Surfer and become Galactus's herald. And he got Galactus gave him the power of cosmic, which turned him into the Silver Surfer, where he rides the spaceways. Uh, he used to search for planets for Galactus to eat. Now he just travels around doing stuff. <laughs> yeah. And we did see. <laughs> We did see a movie version of the Silver Surfer in the second Avengers movie, and whereas the movie second was Avengers not Avengers movie, I mean, uh, excuse me, Fantastic Four, the second Fantastic Four movie. Pardon me. The the best um, thing of that was Lawrence Fishburne as the voice of Silver Surfer. Yes, although the special effects weren't bad for Silver Surfer, but um, yeah, he was definitely the best part of that movie. So now, of course, you know, we'd all love to see him again. And we know that Kevin Feige has been trying to get the rights for a while before the Fox Disney deal. Um, And we know that Marvel is definitely interested in including him in the MCU. And the surfer played a pretty large role in the Infinity War arc in the comics. That's for sure. So... So now here's the downside. With all that being said, is this really going to happen? Probably not. Uh, If the Fox-Disney deal does go through, uh, the Silver Surfer will definitely be brought into the MCU. He's one of the characters they definitely want. Uh, But to introduce him in Infinity War just wouldn't make sense. Even if the studio had acquired the rights to him before the deal with Fox was made, it still seems highly unlikely that he'll show up in the Russo's movie. Uh, so like it says there's so much going on in the movie already. It's at a risk of having too many characters and plot lines to juggle. We shall see. Yeah. So, so, so the thing is, I can understand what they're saying here where it wouldn't make sense to throw in a big character like the silver surfer, but we don't know. Oh, see, and here it says, we already know that Marvel cut Carol Danvers out of the film for that very reason, most likely, because they thought it would be too much story. Well, that's the that's the thought, but I don't know if that's the actual reason. Yeah. So, so would it be too much to put the surfer in? Possibly. But still, it makes you wonder why he why that why that's listed there on, on the Metacritic cast listing. It's very curious. Unless he makes some kind of cameo or something, I don't know. Uh, that could I, be a possibility. I'm still trying to figure, find out who's got the movie rights. Uh, as far as I know, it's still Fox. Uh, but then I don't know if he if if he's another one of those characters that kind of has his rights split, possibly. Because yeah. there's some characters. 
You know what I mean? There's some characters that are like, well, you know, he he was a Fantastic Four guy, but he was also a big Avengers guy, and so I don't know. But still, it makes you wonder. True. And it, I mean, I, I'm put in Silver Surfer movie rights, and there's talk of Silver Surfer getting his own movie, and that is as late as February of this year, end of February. Really? Huh. Yeah, uh, article says, Silver Surfer standalone movie to be made by 21st Century Fox. Um <laughs> A Silver Surfer standalone movie is in works. In the works, uh, back in December, the Walt Disney Company, who owned the rights to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, purchased 21st Century Fox for an astronomical amount of money. Uh, Fox currently own the rights to a number of Marvel comic franchises, including Deadpool, X-Men, and Fantastic Four. But despite agreeing to a deal with Disney, the studio is working on more spinoff movies. Uh, comic creator Brian K. Vaughn is currently pending a script for Silver Surfer. Oh, that's right. Yes. I do uh, remember him. Yeah, I think we talked about that in a long time. I think, I so. think we did, yeah. I think so. Uh... And then Fox has hired Brian Michael Bendis to pin a currently unknown X-Men project for Deadpool creator Tim Miller, but said it won't impact the merger. Mm. So he's going to be working for DC, but writing a Marvel movie for Fox. Yeah. Why not? (laughs) That makes sense. Well, speaking of all that, I'm assuming you're done with the Silver Surfer story? I am, yes. For now. Speaking of Fox, FX has canceled Donald Glover's Deadpool animated series. For some reason, did we not see this one coming? I did not see it coming. I thought they were all gung-ho for it. Um, Apparently, Fox has pulled out of the animated series, um, leaving Donald and Stephen Glover dead in the water, following creative differences, according to Deadline. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, this Creative was, differences. This was a more adult action animated comedy that was going to be overseen by Glover. Uh, and, of course, he's also the creator of the acclaimed Atlanta on FX. Um, how much you want to make a bet this was? They're going, we want this to be kind of raunchy like the movie, but carry that TVMA rating. And FX is going, uh, yeah, no. It's going to be TV Possibly. 14. So, um, according to FX, FX will no longer be involved with the project. FX and Marvel have an ongoing relationship through our partnership on Legion, which will continue. Uh, The Cable announced a 10-episode straight-to-series order last May, set to premiere this year on the FX network, basically on FXX. uh, Or FXX, yeah. Marvel TV was supposed to produce it in association with FX Production and ABC Signature Studios, with Jeff Lieb and Jeff Chory from Marvel serving as executive producers. Uh, it's unclear if Marvel TV and ABC Studios will still pursue the project or if the Glovers will be involved. So in other words, we're saying the project still may be possible and it may appear on the Disney streaming service, provided the, mar- provided the merger or the buyout gets approved. Um, pending the Disney Fox deal, 
the only way a Deadpool series can move forward now is if it was involved in another Fox production altogether. So, um, I guess the press tours are starting out for, for TV. Because according to FX CEO John Landgraf, he previously said that uh, the anime series would be distinctly different from the live action. Or I guess this was last year's press tour from the live action movie. But uh, just don't see how this wouldn't be any different than if they had done Archer. Yeah, as they had done Archer, you know, being that, that type mm, of comedy. Right. So, uh, despite audiences' embrace of the character in recent years, Glover said there wasn't as much to hold sacred when it comes to Deadpool. I know people love Deadpool, and I know people are big are big comic book geeks, but it's not the same as like Lando, which they say is a solo. You know, this is from comicbook.com. It's not the same as like Solo, a Star Wars story character. Lando, why couldn't you just say a Star Wars character? Everyone knows he's a star. <laughs> <laughs> or Atlanta, where you have the whole city at, on your back. Deadpool is aware of himself, so I don't have to live up to anything. So it's actually been quite easy. So you yeah, gotta, I think it needed something like HBO or something like that to uh, really do Deadpool, right? Yeah, I think so. It, it, I don't know. It could be interesting. I I hope it eventually does come to fruition. Um, I I think it would be a great great thing to have. Mm-hmm. So, but speaking of X Men properties, is that me or Derek? That'd be you. That would be you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've heard this before from several different films, but X Men and Dark Phoenix. And New Mutants are delayed for significant reshoots. No way. Right. Way. <laughs> Phoenix is going to see some considerable changes of its release as sources tell comicbook.com. The silent King Bird Berg directed film is in need of multiple weeks worth of reshoots as significant story points in the film. Oh, boy, this sounds like a dumpster fire waiting to happen. <laughs> After testing the film, 20th Century Fox is elected to bring the film back into production ahead of its release. It has significant roadblocks in doing so, however, as its main character, Dark Phoenix, actors Sophie Turner will be heavily tied up with obligations to Game of Thrones final season through September. And the film's already been pushed back to Valentine's Day in 2019. Yep. Well, how do we solve this problem? Approve the deal and let right. and let Marvel Studios take control again. Yeah, really. And uh, this this has some a bit of crossover with Captain Marvel because recent rumors claim the Dark Phoenix will introduce the Marvel alien army of the Skrulls, a group also set to appear in the upcoming and unrelated Marvel Studios film Captain Marvel. Ah, uh, yes. Well, again, Seth Rollins then. <laughs> Well, they had said uh, scrolls, the rights could go either way. It's just like Super Scroll could not be used by the by Marvel Studios. It would have to be right. Yeah. Yeah. One good thing, though, is they showed some set photos of the characters and costumes and their costumes look really sweet and uh, reminiscent of Grant Morrison and Frank Quitely's new X-Men run. Yeah, Yeah, right, yeah. And then we've got 20th Century's Fox's other property, New Mutants, is also in the process of even more significant reshoots after having its release date delayed nearly an entire year. Yeah, because that was supposed to come out this year, wasn't it? Yeah, it was... 
uh, I think it was supposed to have been out by now, yeah. Yeah, the film added in March to round out the movie as well as make it scarier. I don't know why they're trying to make this a horror movie. <laughs> Overhauling the majority of the film, almost half of the movie is supposedly being reshot. The uh, uh, original version of the film was directed by Josh Boone, and the holdup has produced, prompted the film to push its release bank back once again to August 2nd, 2019. Yeah, it was originally scheduled for April of this year. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did we talk did we talk about Avengers being moved up a week? I believe we mentioned it or somebody did. I think I we, so, yeah. I know we I talked about it on I know I, Mighty Marvel Geeks. I know I talked about it on Keepers of the Fringe too. The only thing I can think of, of why this happened is they're trying to give Avengers a full month to make their money without stepping on the toes of, you know, that final week it would potentially be in the theater uh, yeah, yeah. playing on playing on top of Solo. Mm-hmm. It could be, yeah. And isn't uh, DC coming out with something around the same time or not? Mm, as far as I know, DC only has Aquaman in December. Yeah, okay. yeah I think that's the only thing that, that's happening. Which, ooh, Aquaman, yeah. <laughs> well, they're having problems too, aren't they? They are, yes. Mm-hmm. Test, tests aren't coming so good. No. Because nope. I can't believe they've already been de- doing test viewings. Like, it seemed a little early for that. I know. Well, for the new mutants, they had it pretty much done. <laughs> yeah. I know. They were like, they're saying they had to do like, what, 50% of the film? Right. Yeah. Reshoots? Jeez. That has to be costing a ton of money. Oh, yeah. Well, that's why Disney's about to own Fox. But, I mean, they said the same thing about Deadpool, and a lot of different movies go through reshoots, but when they have a track record like they've got... Yeah. <laughs> they, the, this, uh, this, is, this has been the problem with Fox, mm-hmm. is they've, they've had this type of track record. Yeah. I mean, even the original X-Men had a crap ton of reshoots. Right, yeah. So, I mean, what do you do? Back to the drawing board. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, uh, I guess from here, do we have potentially any other stories or any and I wonder final what thoughts? Maisie Williams, because she's uh, going to be in playing Wolfsbane and the New Mutants. All right, that's going to uh, time. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's where I'll scrambling to find if there's any other good stuff. Okay. Uh, Did we already talk about the Captain Marvel uniform pictures? I think so. Oh, the Shazam one. No. Yes. Uh, it look, looks like a rubber Shrek or something. Yeah. I mean, the, the <laughs> from the back, it looked great. Yeah, the cape and stuff was cool, but the uniform just had uh, definitely reminiscent of um, Kingdom Come. Yeah. Mm. But it doesn't look good on uh, film as it does in comics. Yeah. Well, I don't think we've done it yet, so we're going to leave this up to Derek. How about uh-huh. a Krypton review? Oh, <laughs> sure. I can do that. Um, yeah, it was good. Oh, yeah, there you go. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. So, so on that note, <laughs> I actually I, I have a I have an interesting history with with this Krypton show in a way. Uh, I remember when it first was announced, 
I I thought it was going to be stupid. I was like, I didn't see the point of it, and I wasn't interested in it at all. And I had, you know, I wasn't going to bother with it. And then as information slowly came out about it, like the the idea behind the story, um, I started getting more and more interested. And then when the picture of uh, of Brainiac came out, the Brainiac they'd be using, that then I was hooked. Um, and let me tell you, they only showed him briefly in the pilot, in the pilot episode, but he's even cooler on you know uh, it, on the screen than he is in a still picture. Well, that's like cool. the, yeah, he's it, yeah. I think when you guys check it out, you're going to be very impressed with what they're doing with Brainiac. Um, and uh, I would say overall. Um, I like I like the show. I like I like the actors. I like the guy playing Sagal. I like the guy playing Adam Strange. They're doing a pretty good job. Um, the story was decent, um, good for a pilot. Uh, there were a few like a few of the typical tropes from a story like that that you would expect. Um, which I noticed, but they didn't bother me. Um, so you know, there's like a whole cast system with the in in the the House of L. They they lose their house status, and so Segel, you know, gets they all get um, thrown into what they call the rankless, which is like the peasants and stuff. And uh, but it's it was the special effects are fantastic. They really. I think they really put a lot of a lot of money and a lot of effort into the show, which I like. The setting is very cool, very interesting, um, and I really I did actually enjoy it more, a lot more than I originally thought I would. So overall, I believe what I gave it was an eight out of ten. Wow, nice. Yeah. So uh, and that for a pilot, that's that's it was pretty good. Yeah. I got and and. Um, Seeing the uh, you know upcoming you know this season uh, clips, I'm very very interested in where they're going to go with this with this show. So I'm definitely going to keep watching, and uh, I'm pretty happy with the way it came out. Yeah, that's cool. I still need to catch up myself. Yeah, I definitely highly recommend it. Definitely, especially like for for fans of of DC and Superman and such. Um, See, I, I like the comment that you made on Keepers, and I kind of agree with you. I, I loved the Superman movies, but comic-wise, I enjoyed him more in the team-up books. Right, yeah. Like, um, I've never been, I've never been big, a big um, solo super. I love him in Justice League and everything, but I never really read his own books. Uh, now, should I do the I, reverse stuff? It's been really good. Well, now that Bendis is going to be doing it, I'm going to have to re- start reading yeah. it. But you know, I'm, I'm kind of the same way with, with Batman. I love all the individual visual stuff, but when it came to the books, yeah, I read them, but I I almost preferred the the team books he was in than you know Batman and the, and the Outsiders. I liked. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, Justice League. Yep. I mean, some of the other stuff uh, in the earlier days. I. I think the last thing I read Batman that I actually enjoyed was uh, Legend of the Dark Knight. Mm. So yeah, I'm in, I I'm enjoying the Batman books. I've always 
I've always um, been a big Batman fan. But yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah. I like a detective because I'm a big fan of the psychics more than uh, Batman, and that's who it, the detective has been focusing on. Oh yeah, it's our Robin and all the other side characters. I'm I'm sad that Tinian's going to be leaving though. He's going to be taking. Yeah, he's had a good run. Yeah, yeah, definitely has. So, uh, I guess on that note, any final thoughts? Nope. I've got almost nothing myself. Brett? I got nothing. Well, like I said earlier, congrats to Keepers of the Fringe for 50 episodes. Thank you. Uh, check out our affiliates on um, on the site at WeBeGeeks.net. You know, loot Crate, Superhero Stuff, Ripped Apparel, Fan, uh, fan Chest. And, of course, check out our store on TeePublic, which the link is in the menu bar on the website. And I guess until next time. Want to know more? <laughs> So, um, the bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a science fiction club? This has been a Weeby Geeks production.